Well, I might as well get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now come to the right place. It's time for the late night snack. That's where the drums kick in, because we're serious and we're ready to podcast. You're professionals. We create a perfect world in our heads. Welcome back to the Late Night Snack. It is episode 21. I'm, wow. I missed episode 20 last week because you did the episode. Our podcast can legally drink. That is exciting. It's crazy. It is really crazy and very fitting that we're back in this room for that. So, yes, updates. Updates. Important information. Keeping you up to speed. Coming to you now because we've got updates. Okay, our biggest update is Maddie is now back in Nashville. How does it feel? Feels good to be home. I'm very happy, happy to be back recording how we like to live and in person. Yeah, I don't know why in our relationship we feel the need to just go on long distance periods, but we've done it like two or three times now. Yeah, just because I live in, I'm from a different state and so I go home, visit the fam and you kind of keep your home base here. But I'm glad you're holding down the fort. I'm holding down the fort. Holding the, I especially held down the fort last episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really did. <laughs> I but was we should guy. talk about last episode and welcome our new international listeners. Yes. Wow. Um, so last episode, I talked a little bit about Greta Van Fleet. Um, and I was, you know, standing up for them when they were getting like the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet was getting some you know, TikToks making fun of him. And somehow, some way, this guy from, um, what was it? Uh, I'm blanking. Finland? Finland. That was the country. He is a huge Greta Van Fleet fan, and he found our podcast, and then he said to go listen to it on his Instagram. And we actually, I don't know if it was completely from that, but I'm guessing so. We had a lot of European listeners last episode. Yeah, it was really cool. So welcome to the Late Night Snack. We're really excited to reach to that side of the world i think it's really fitting that in the same week that we've been watching the olympics that we've been representing more countries than ever in our late night snack listeners that is very true it's really very you know it's just full circle it's very full circle it's a small world it is very small world and we love you world we love that you're here and we love that you're listening to our goofy podcast we do also i saw an article yesterday that greta van fleet now calls nashville home yeah. And that they are like, we have everything we need here. All our friends, all our family, like we're never leaving. They've been here for a while, I think. I mean, I just saw an article, someone posted about it, but I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it makes sense. Nashville's, they're very, I mean, you would also kind of think like they would fit in really well in LA, but you have to remember they're from Michigan. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're from Michigan. So like 100%. they, I feel like Nashville and Weird. Tennessee, it's very kind of, it kind of goes well with Michigan. Whereas, like, moving to L.A., that's a way different kind of scene. Especially, like, it's more beaches. It's way hotter. It's more cramped and packed. Nashville, you can kind of get some of that open space. What's crazy, though, is now that you're back, which I'm super excited about, we have some wild news stories. Honestly, God just blessed us with a wild week of news to celebrate my coming back to Nashville. The good thing about the human population is that every week someone does something and you're like, what? <laughs> every week. And it gets, it, it, it always builds. There's never like a week where it's like, oh, everyone made the right decision this week. Nope. It's pretty and cool. That's why we're lucky enough to have some breaking news. 
Um, the first news story we have is California from California. The FBI is investigating the latest alleged Los Angeles jetpack guy sighting. Dawson said he has some some news for me on this one. Yeah, so you haven't really heard about this guy, right? No, I guess I'm living under a rock. I really couldn't tell you. This is I don't so from what I know, they don't know who he is yet. Okay? And he let me explain what they saw. This okay. is a better way to explain it. People were flying into LA mm-hmm. and they're landing, like they're coming down from the sky and they're landing, and right as they do that, a guy in a jetpack is flying alongside them and then he flies away. And people like said, like, there's a guy in a jetpack flying next to us. <laughs> Are jetpacks real? Hey, you're saying this is like some like men in black? Stuff? I mean, I don't know. I just didn't, honestly, I thought jetpacks were kind of like flying cars. Like, there's we actually, talked about them existing, but they never really did. There actually are jetpacks. I, I, there's a uh, jetpack company where you can rent a jetpack and get, like, jetpack training for two or three days. Hmm. And it's like $80,000. It's insane. I went to go look at it, and I was like, eh, we'll see, you know, what we're doing this weekend. And we're not doing that. That's really expensive. But anyways, he's flying along the plane and then he flies away. Then now he does it again. So it says two it, separate airline crews had reported sightings, but there was no video at the time. But now there's video. So yeah, um, it's crazy. It's crazy that there's um, there's no video of him at all. Especially well, in a world of camp, there is one. There is one, but it's like an Instagram video. But at the time, they originally didn't have one. Like, from the first sighting. So there's one now, I guess, of the first sighting. But it says the video appears to show a jetpack, but it could also be a drone or some other object, they say. Um, If it is a guy in a jetpack, then it remains to be seen. Whether it's a legal test flight, jetpacks are real, there's a manufacturer near Los Angeles, or related to jetpack sightings near LAX recently that caused disruptions to air traffic. It would be 2021 to have jetpack sightings. We've had, think about the history of sightings. We've always had Bigfoot sightings, <laughs> Yeti sightings, sightings of ghosts. Now we're at, there's a guy with a jetpack that flies next to our plane that we have no idea who he is. And we don't have video of him. This kind of reminds me of what's that story that you, not story, but that true crime thing you love about the guy who took the money and jumped out of the plane with the parachutes. Oh, that's a uh, Cooper, something, something, DB Cooper. DB Somebody, Cooper, yeah. Which, if you haven't heard that story, let me explain to you did this. Did we ever talk about that on the pod? I feel like we did. Maybe we we might have. I'm super passionate about it okay, because... I'll let you go. Okay. Let you just go. Here's a rundown of the story. It's in the, it's in the 70s. I forget what, time, what uh, year exactly. It's either late 60s or 70s. I know that. And a guy boards a plane, and he's wearing a suit and glasses. Uh, sunglasses. Not just rugby glasses. Sunglasses. And... He's on the plane, and he comes. He calls the flight attendant over, and he hands her a note that says, I have a bomb, uh, and I need you to, like, listen to my directions, and, like, I need this amount of money. And he basically hijacks this whole plane. Then they land the plane. The government and all, like, the FBI, everything surrounding this plane puts the money on the plane. They retake off. On the second time they take off, he grabs a parachute— and he jumps out of the plane. That's part of the other thing that he requested. He yeah. requested like two or three. Two, I think like almost like five or six parachutes. Oh, I think. And then he um, parachutes away, 
and they never see him again. And there's no picture of him. There's just a drawing, and they've never found him, and they have no idea and who it is. And he put a bunch of the parachutes out at once, right? So that they yes. saw him go a bunch. They couldn't figure out which one was him. Genius. It is pretty genius. But And he also never actually had a bomb. Yeah. He faked a bomb. He just had a bunch of wires and stuff, so it wasn't actually real, and there wasn't like an actual real threat yeah. to people. I think the most interesting thing in that case is like, what's the motive? Like, oh, you just got a bunch of money and then you he disappeared. Got, yes, he got so much money. But like, you can't have like you can't publicly use that money really because like everyone will figure it out. So like, you just kind of have to like go live your life. Yeah, just, like it's just weird. But I think like. So there's the whole debate, like, did he die? Did he live? Whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And honestly, if he died, they would have found his body by now. Someone would have gone hiking, whatever. It's been like... Yeah. What has it been, like 50 years? Yeah. Someone would have found it. Probably. Um, so that leads him to be alive. Now, if he used the money in America, they would probably find it. You know, they would track... They have all, all the numbers on it and everything, serial numbers, but... If he goes to a foreign country True. that's not, like, looking for that guy actively, True. he could probably get away with it. Yeah. It's a very interesting story. The jetpack guy just made me think of that. I don't know why, but, like, I felt like they were similar because it's, like, no one knows if the jetpack guy... Is the jetpack guy, guy D.B. Cooper? ...real or fake? I don't think... He, maybe, maybe, like, he's trying to do the same thing, but I don't know. No, I don't think he's trying to get, like, an actual thing. It's not like a plan. I think he's just, like, flying alongside people. But, like... How do you get 3,000 feet in the air on a jetpack? With a lot of hard work and a lot of (laughs) passion. Like, that's the craziest part to me, too, is, like, I feel like even though I know jetpacks are real, I guess I didn't realize they go up that high. I thought it was just, like, a couple, like, hundred feet off the ground, you know? I didn't realize it was, like, thousands of feet off the ground. You didn't even know they were real, like, five minutes ago. Like, I did. You were like, are they real? They just... And now you're like, I didn't even know that they can do that. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not educated on jetpacks. Well, I'm gonna do one of those slider things on the Instagram story where it's like rate your knowledge of jetpacks on a scale of you know like one to ten, and I want to see how much people think they know about jetpacks. Hey, we should also ask them like if you know who this jetpack guy is. Let us know. Let us know. We would love to know. Love to have him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, on a much light, more lighthearted note, this is my favorite news story of the day. It's literally my favorite. New York City surgeon, beauty queen wife, settled divorce amid his claim that she's a hooker. What I love about this story... Is the headline? Well, of course, the headline's awesome. But what I love, too, is she she's not just, like, a regular, like, prostitute. Oh, no. She's, like, a high-end... big bucks. Isn't it, like, $700,000? She made $700,000 off of high-end prostitution, which... And the craziest part is she covered it up by telling her husband that she had a tech startup and was receiving venture capital funding, the documents say. She also claimed that she had to travel for work or that she was going out with girlfriends. She, her financial records show $675,000. That's how that math works, right? Uh, in cash deposits from 2015 to 2021 with many checks coming from a New Jersey real estate executive. Interesting. It's just, you know, when you live with someone and you're married to someone, you feel like, you know, all of your secrets and barriers, you know, have come down and you know them. But to keep up your high-end prostitution business away from your 
husband, who, by the way, husband's not dumb either. He's, a he's like a high-end surgeon in yeah, New York City. Big surgeon. Smart dude. Yeah, this is the fun, not funny, but he said that he decided to file for divorce in December of 2020 after finding a racy text message from another man on the computer, a computer in their house. But like, I love to like, think about it. When that happened, he was like, my wife's cheating on me. He had no idea that she was like totally a hooker and was like soliciting like hundreds of thousands of dollars from men. Like at that point, his worst nightmare was my wife's cheating on me. He had no idea it was about to get a lot worse. Yeah, but at the same time too, like let's look look at the bright side here. You know, he wasn't paying for it. You know, he got it for free. I mean, that's true. You know what I mean? So that, that's what I'm giving you. Basically, she gave him a $700,000 gift. You know what I mean? And she was the former Miss Connecticut USA, in case you're wondering. Oh, look at that. <laughs> she really was a beauty queen wife. Not, they didn't just say that. That's pretty cool. I bet they're really stoked that their alumni are out <laughs> making headlines like this. But they settled it, but I'm genuinely curious what the settlement was like. It doesn't say, but like, I wonder, you know, like how much of the $700,000 did he get? Do you, that's, can you get any of that money from an illegal service like that? Oh, that's a good point. I forgot it was illegal. Which is crazy to me that prostitution, illegal. Escorts, somehow legal or. You're not supposed to have sex. Very gray area there. Yeah. Very gray. Very gray area. Like all the description for escorts, like I'll do anything except as a, but I'll do anything. For money. For money. Lots and lots of money. Lots. Lots of money. <laughs> There's so much money. Have you considered going down that profession? <laughs> no, never. Well, if you do, just from reading this headline, can you just let me know? Like pocket the 700000 share it a little bit? Just like let me know. I, I really value that we trust each other, and I'm just... It would really kind of make me upset that you lied to me about your, your prostitution. Yeah. I, would, I also just think it's so aggressive that they use the word hooker in the headline. Like, I feel like that's such an outdated word. And the news really was just like, doctor and his hooker wife. Like, I was like, that's a lot. Like, your name is just out there now. Nothing says I'm 58, like calling someone a hooker. That's true. She's a hooker. Yeah. Weird. It's not like this is a young person writing this news story. Like, dog, call her a hoe. You know what I mean? Like, chill out. <laughs> Let's not be too mean here. Um, I mean, speaking of, but at the same time, have they said like that's officially like that's I'm pretty what sure, happened? Because yeah. they were we're saying all this, but like, what if she actually like just had a trust fund? No, no, it seems like this is legit. That's true. It is a news story, so yeah. I and the news is 100 percent right every time. Always 100. percent Everything you read on the internet is true, kids. Don't forget that's true. That. You know what my favorite? You know what I mean? Like Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff on there. Do you remember when we were in like middle school and they changed the Batman Wikipedia page to be the Batman song? No. Never mind. That's kind of cool. I remember there was a guy who wrote a Wikipedia page, like completely made it up of a fictitious Civil War battle. And he went into extreme detail and like had like dates and times and what happened and where and who was there. And it was completely fake and it went under the radar Wikipedia for like 
10 years. I just, that made me think of a really funny story. Um, for everyone listening, if you guys remember Zach Lambert, who we had on a couple weeks ago. Great dude. Great dude. I have a Civil War letter story with Zach Lambert. Really? Let me explain. So, it's freshman year, so- second semester, or sophomore year? Sophomore year. And we have a class together. Zach and I have the same major at school. And Zach had written a, like, two-page Civil War letter to his friend, like, pretending, like, like, I don't know how Zach has this kind of time, but it was like, I'm in battle and blah, 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 like explaining everything. Like as if he was writing home to his friend, it was like kind of funny, but like, it was weird, but it was like fully written as if he was in the civil war. Um, has he, has he tried like, you know, going out, seeing a movie, like other no, forms of entertainment? Um, but I would love to like have it if I could read it. Cause I don't know. How, but the funny part of the story is that we had class with our professor that day and we had to turn in an assignment and Zach managed to accidentally email our professor his civil war letter. And our professor brought it up in front of the entire class. I can't remember what he said, but it was really funny. Zach would be the kind of guy that would do that and like genuinely be like on accident. I know. And our professor was like, I can't even be mad because like, honestly, like it was so impressive. I mean, yeah, it sounds pretty impressive. I, we need to have Zach back on. Maybe he'll read us the letter. Maybe. Petition to have Zach read us the letter. We'll film it. We'll put it on the Instagram or something. Oh, perfect. We'll get him to dress. And knowing Zach, he we can get him. He has a costume. Him, he'll have a costume. He'll get in character, <laughs> and he'll make it real deal. Oh, yeah. Um, our last news story today is going to be one of the, a fan favorite. Yeah, so if you're you know, a uh, listener of the late night snack and you've been for a long time, you know, we love two things and it's Florida and it's nudity. And you also know those two things go together really well. Yeah, Like the Venn diagram of nudity in Florida is like basically just one circle. Yeah. It's not, there's no two circles. It's one circle. Yeah, It's yeah. But I mean, it's just great. And the stories, I mean, every time we have a story, Every time I go to look at the news, there's a story about someone naked in Florida. Like, I think they seek these people out. Yeah. This one is Florida woman accused of skinny dipping in homeowner's pool. The woman was hostile towards arriving deputies, hostile towards arriving deputies and demanded they leave her alone. Florida woman was arrested Monday after authorities said she was caught skinny dipping in a random homeowner's pool. Wait, random? I thought it was neighbor. It just says random homeowner. The man who lives at the residence told the county sheriff that he thought something was amiss when he found clothing strewn his lanai i don't know what that means yeah man i thought something was kind of wrong when i saw like a naked man in my pool and then he spotted it was a woman it was a okay so what's very fascinating about public nudity in florida is more often than not it's a woman yeah um he spotted a naked stranger in his pool police say and she was identified as a 42 year old woman um, she claimed that she was, com- they claimed she was confrontational and resisted arrest and she refused to tell them her name, but they were able to identify her through comparing her booking photos to previous booking photos of her. She has previous naked photos in the county jail. Yes, so. She's facing charges of trespassing and resisting an officer without violence. Well, that's just kind of how it is. I would love to sit down with a Florida sheriff and just be like, tell me, just tell me, tell me some stories. Tell me, tell me 
all of the things that you've seen that you oh, were I like. Know. I would like to source a Florida police officer to come on the show and tell us some crazy stories. That'd be so nice. Because there could be some good ones. The stories that made it to the news are great, but the I want to hear what didn't. didn't make it. Yeah, same. The people that were like, there was only three people that saw that, and we're just going to keep it at that. I want to know what happened. <laughs> All of the naked Florida people stories. I wonder whatever happened to that girl who got like trapped in between the wall. Do you remember that? Yeah. Naked lady trapped in the wall. There's just a rampant amount of nude women in Florida. That No wonder you want to live there. I'm kidding. I also like beaches. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a um, there's kind of like some ups and downs to both, you know? Yeah. But it's fascinating. It's fa- like, wouldn't you expect like nudity to be like a pervy guy crime? Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest, if Jetpack Guy was in Florida, he'd be naked. <laughs> and that would just make for a whole more interesting story. I, I'd like to see that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I wouldn't want you to either. I would. I don't know if you... Just imagine a guy naked going 30 miles an hour on a jetpack. Yeah. Just, just like, like... Soaring through the sky. Just jiggling through the sky. It'd be kind of sweet. Yeah. What happens at 3,000 feet? You know? You just wonder. You know what I mean? It just... What happens there stays there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if you... But real quick, before we go... Yeah, yeah. Because I just want to come back to this. If you see a guy... On a jetpack flying. Take some videos for us. Yes, but also, like, how did you not take a picture or a video? I guess there is a video, but maybe it's, like, too hard to tell. I'm going to have to go back and watch the video. But I guess it's, like, difficult to tell whether it's him. Whether it's a human or, like, a drone. Interesting. it's pretty easy to tell. Interesting. I guess, well, it's kind of like licking your way to a Tootsie Pop, you know? It's like, the world will never know, you know? What? You've never seen those commercials? How many likes does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Yes. Yeah. You just quoted it, so I know that you know that. <laughs> and it's one, a two, a three, E, and then they say, how many licks? The world may never know. Oh, it's the I same. that part. It's the same with the jetpack <laughs> guy. I sound really dumb on this episode, but yeah. it's okay. I just didn't know jetpacks were real. Didn't know the blow pop song or tootsie pop song well thank you so much for listening to the late night snack we appreciate it follow us on our instagram at late night snack pod or email us at late night snack dot the podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you all next week see you might as well get to it